This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, good morning, Charmers. Welcome back to an episode of the Charming Libra. I am your host, Tasha, and happy, does it say happy? <laughs> happy Moon Day, happy Monday, ruled by the moon, uh, meaning to allow yourself to really be guided by your intuition, as well as um, movement, like flow, you know, like that goddess energy. I just had a wonderful meditation. I'm sipping on my herbal clarity tea. (laughs) It's literally for the mind and to help, you know, like relax the mind, kind of give some like awe to it. You know what I mean? Because, you know, my mind has been very like clouded, very um, all over the place to the point where I'm like not on my game. I'm like not remembering things well, like. This morning, I had an appointment and, you know, with the spring forward time change, it's making me wake up a lot later. So usually like I wake up at like six or something like that. Now I wake now I woke up at like seven something. My appointment was at like 7.15. So I had to call and reschedule, but luckily for me, they're not upset and I am scheduled for tomorrow. So that is what is important and that is what fixed everything. I didn't want to like, you know, kind of like feel sorry for myself or nothing like that. But, um, I hope everyone had a a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Mine was filled with being really watered down with school. Um, school has, it's very tough. And actually this week is my pre-practicum. So I have to make sure to be on the ball. Um, because that's going to, you know, make or break. And my goal is to get into the honors program because that's when you get invited to the honors program. If you um, pass pre-practicum and you have, you know, a 3.5 or higher, which I have straight A's. So that was my goal. And I want to continue to do that. It's, I believe it's called like the, the Chiloda or something like that. Um, something related to that. But I can't wait, and I hope that I am going to be able to announce that I got in the Honors uh, Society. So 
that'd be amazing. But I came up here because I wanted to make sure that Pisces moons had their sex and relationship episode because um, things are picking up, like things are getting really (laughs) busy and crazy and I won't, like, when pre-practicum starts, which I found out it's on Friday, and it kind of sucks because I thought that my friends just told me that the gym show is that this weekend, and I usually like to go there to get stuff from my business, so that I can't even do that, I don't think, so I, I'm trying to think what day, or what, um, I know what time it is for the first day, I think we uh, pre-practicum starts later on in that day. And, but I don't know what time the gym show opens. So if it, if it opens like really late, I'm not going to be able to do it um, because I have to make sure I'm prepared and everything else. I don't want to get myself out there and then get stuck in traffic. And, you know, next thing you know, I'm missing out. So depending on what time it opens or I was thinking about if it ends in time on the weekend, I'll just have to probably just go by myself and do that. So that's all I can think of at the moment, but, um, no worries. You know, it's just part of the things you got to sacrifice and everything else. So I got to make sure everything's like great. I want to make sure I'm going to make sure to go grocery shopping the day ahead, get all like, get like an adjustment, you know, like for my chiropractor and all that stuff so that I'm feeling good. My body's not hurting. I did, you know, like um, meal prep as well, because I'm not going to be able to go, you know, like do anything. I'm not going to be able to really cook. I think they give us like, they said like 30 minutes to an hour break. So I just want to make sure all my shit's done. Cause I don't want to be using that time to stand up. I want to use that time to kind of clear my mind, really allow myself to get in the moment and make sure that my counseling, um, skills are, you know, like being worked on and practiced on and confident with it and everything else. So with that said, um, hello, um, hello, hello. For those who are new, um, I want to brag about my crystal shop. <laughs> I have a crystal store on Etsy that I make beautiful crystal pendants with high quality stones as well as high quality wires. Um, I work with 14K gold filled, sterling silver, silver plated, copper, antique copper. All of that good stuff for the wire. Um, I also do custom. So if you're interested, DM me on Etsy or you can do the Charming Libra. I've been more active up there lately, but um, Etsy will definitely be better because that way it like blows my phone up and I'll see it better. Um, So um, yeah, but I have wonderful jewels up there. If you guys are interested, um, go take a look. I just love, like, I get so excited when someone purchases something because I know that when I send that, that pendant off, it's going to do some magic in their lives, you know, of course, with their work and intention as well. Um, also, um, make sure to check it out on the Etsy, uh, Etsy site, at, and that's Alari Sky Jewelry, A-L-A-R-I-E-S-K-Y-E Jewelry. Um, lots of different things to look from, and I'm going to be adding some things as well. I just actually had a fluorite, um, that was done. So I'm thinking about putting it up there. I also am trying to do again because so far, you know, selling on Etsy and Facebook has been kind of helpful for me. It's getting me more, you know, like out there and everything else. And 
Today is actually the live show of the my local crystal shop, so I'm really excited to see how my pieces are received. Hopefully, you know, like I am calling in a sellout. I only did two, like two minutes to start off with because I didn't want to overwhelm it and then it's just sitting there, you know what I mean? So just to see how it's received, I did two um, pendants, so... I'm really excited to see how that is. I did some really nice, beautiful, rare gems. Uh, one of them was a bloodshot iolite. And the other one is a Deer Creek fire agate, which is very rare and really beautiful. Most fire agates I usually worked with before came from Mexico. But the, the Deer Creek ones are just gorgeous. And they come from Arizona. And truly, I didn't even want to give that up. <laughs> but I was like... That someone needs this because it's going to do some beautiful transformation in their life, beautiful grounding and all that stuff. So check it out. Um, I'm going to be putting more crystals up um, as I go. It's just been, I've been very busy, lots of things happening, you know, mentioned in the last episode that, you know, I've, you know, my time as a stay at home wifey is almost over because I'm headed back in the corporate. I've had a few offers. So, you know, we'll see, we will see which one is the, the winner, but, um, yeah, so check it out on Etsy, <laughs> but anyways, let's go ahead and jump in. I hope everyone enjoyed the sign polarities because I am currently actually working on the house polarities for you guys. I, I want to try to get that episode out before pre-practicum starts, um, and see how that goes. Um, yeah, so we will see as well as the Pisces, uh, season challenge is still going. I actually was, I was so busy this weekend that I wasn't able to do, um, two of them. So I'm combining, I'm combining two of them right now because I've actually been very consistent with this, which is it's getting me prepared for the Aries season, which is going to be 75 hard for me. Anyone can join me if they want. But if you're interested, it's, you know, ground yourself and cleanse your energy. So this morning I did yoga with bird. Highly recommend was very grounding as well as a wonderful um, meditation that felt really grounding and really uplifting with my vibration. Um, I'm currently wearing a, um, selenite pendant for the energy cleansing. Um, I need to go buy a lighter because I was going to do, um, Palo Santo and stuff like that, but I don't have, um, I don't have a lighter. I don't know what happened to it. It's like it grew legs and walked for some reason, but that's kind of what I'm looking at. Uh, is to like really cleanse my space, cleanse my energy with a selenite. And I also have a, um, a, um, labradorite that I'm wearing as well. Um, that is good for like cleansing that like aura field and everything else. So, and protection and everything. So, and I'm wearing a, um, a citrine and, um, gosh, I can't think of the wood, um, petrified wood bracelet. There you go. Kind of like that earthy groundation kind of with the citrine and, you know, citrine so good for your solar plexus, which I love to use energy for that. That is like that. And my root chakra are usually like the most ones that kind of need a little, 
a little oomph, you know, so <clears throat> if you're, if you're interested, I will be posting the Pisces challenge. It's already posted on my IG, so you can actually go up there. Excuse me, my, <clears throat> my throat gets all, once I start, once I push the record button, it wants to start acting stupid. <clears throat> okay. Had to take a sip of my water. So let's go ahead and um, jump in. Uh, so, you know, I read from two books on these days, and it's one of them is called Moon Signs, Lunar Astrology by Sybil Leek. The other one is Erotic Astrology, <clears throat> The Sex Secrets of Your Horoscope Revealed by Phyllis Vega. Come on, voice. What is going on? Like, I think I need to wear, I think I need to work with a, you know, just work with the blue stone, uh, for a bit. Cause for some reason my throat, I don't know what the hell's going on, but my throat just always wants to lock up whenever I'm like doing stuff like this. And I, it's just weird. It's really weird. It's like something's in my throat. All right. So I'm finding the thing right now. So let's see. All right. Okay, so I'm there. Hi, it's my cat. <laughs> All right, so characteristics of the moon in Pisces person. So people with this position of the moon in their charts have every chance to be a few steps ahead of others if they follow their intuition. This position denotes strong psychic qualities. Unfortunately, other planets may set up fears within the lunar Piscean so that he does not follow his intuition or deliberately push it aside. Ooh, that's interesting because that's very interesting. Hmm. Beware of that, Piscean moons. I, I didn't realize that because there's, you know, there has been situations where, you know, like, I'll say something and it just feels like really natural, like really called forth and, you know, I'd be labeled as like crazy or um, that's not right, even though it's like spot on because later on it's always spot on and someone's like, you were right, you know, and it's just like, but why? Like, why? That's interesting. That's just interesting. <laughs> All right. Anyways, let's go ahead and go forward. So strong is the intuitive quality, however, that even when it when it is pushed away, there will come a time in life when it cannot be ignored. At that point, the lunar Piscean sets out on a much more positive and secure way of life. It is compensating factor as the lunar Piscean is not always fitted to toil in the hard materialistic world and poor health can beset him. So this makes sense because I know for me, like, even with this whole situation of going back into corporate world, it's like I'm excited and because I've been out of it for a while. But in a way, I also feel like this sense of like, like my freedom is being taken away and I shouldn't think of it like that. But it's just like deep down inside, I feel like, you know, I just, like I said, I don't want to lose myself because usually once I get in, whatever I'm focused on and I have amazing work ethic. So if I could apply my work ethic to like my health, I would be the most healthiest, fittest person in the world. 
But um, I just, I, I just know that I feel like, and I shouldn't talk to this, like I shouldn't talk to myself and predict because basically I'm like predicting by saying these words. But I just, I just get nervous that I'm going to lose what I've worked so hard to, you know, make consistent. I never really put my mental health first. I never put my spirituality, you know, like God and all that first. And, and now I have, you know, like I, I pray every morning. I talk to God every morning. I meditate every morning. I, you know, just do things that really light me up. And I just want to make sure I don't fucking lose that. I I don't. Um, so I'm really getting nervous, but I just have to make sure that I just keep boundaries for myself because usually I break my boundaries for myself to accommodate other things. And I don't want to do that. So, um, if you're a Pisces moon and you feel that way, it's interesting because it is the, it is hard to be, especially when things are like crazy or it can be drama filled or especially if there's a person that is just kind of like a vamp, like energy vampire. It just makes me like drained and I just, yeah, I just don't want it, but I'm looking for positive. I'm making sure to surround myself in an atmosphere that is amazing. So I'm not going to just pick anything just because, oh, I, I want it, you know, like I need it. I'm looking at what I want, not what I need. So let's go ahead and jump in. So Lunar Pisceans, are not afraid of hard work. Their humane qualities often take them into areas of work where the pay is poor, such as the nursing profession. Oh, speaking of my soul, that is like the nursing profession is actually what I was in before this. Um, or social work. <laughs> yeah, so their basic instincts are to do good for as many people as possible. They often have no awareness that they should not be ashamed to do some good for themselves first. This awareness need not make them materially ambitious because doing good for themselves also relates to the care of the mind, body, and spirit. The latter is very important to lunar Pisceans, but the vagaries of the unstable moon in this restless water sign seem to produce fantasies. Many of these are related to to the way in which lunar Pisceans will seek unorthodox spiritual experiences and seeking they may get bogged down by fantasies they often become the tool of much stronger types who exploit them but once a lunar piscean comes out of the fantasy stage to face reality albeit through an unpleasant experience he will pull himself together and begin to use his inner resource with excellent results in time these inner resources lead to unexpected success in the creative arts and other professions Apathy is the lunar Piscean's worst enemy. He needs a strong partner who will gently guide him toward positive thinking. When this positive thought is combined with the, in- with the intuition, the lunar Piscean has spectacular power to meet challenges. So basically, you guys, like for us with uh, lunar Pis- Pisces, we're very powerful people when we put our mind to something, when we allow ourselves to truly lead by intuition. So that is something that I've been really working very hard on. And I feel like when I'm being led by my intuition, the day just goes good. It feels good. I feel good. But when I'm trying to be too logical, 
and nothing really works out, right? It's just like we have to follow our our higher self. We just, you know, that's just the way we live. That's what's best for us and everything else. Just allow yourself to be guided by your intuition. You know, don't be afraid. You know, don't let anyone tell you your, you know, your intuition is junk because it's not. It, it is there for a reason. It's like our little inner goddess, like inner God, you know. Many Pisceans feel the world in which they live is so ill-adjusted that they want to reject it, but guidance will teach them that this part of their karmic experience, um, oh, this is part of their karmic experience, and then they adjust philosophically. Lunar Pisceans are romantic and give more affection than they generally receive. So true. They are very dedicated to, to any person who makes who they make a loving commitment to. It does not seem to matter that the person may not return the affection fully. It is part of the Piscean desire to serve humanity and individuals with the one commodity they have survive, have a survive of surfeit. Let me just surfeit. I think it is of the capability to love. They can be very amb, ambivalent, ambivalent. <laughs> Sorry, I get tongue tied sometimes. It's hard for me to pronounce it in business and work. Better in areas where their natural creativity is given expression. So it says physical characteristics. I'm going to see how how accurate this is. Rather short stature. Plump figure running to obesity. Round full face with pale complexion. The eyes are full and protruding. Oh, that's, that's me. I, my eyes are kind of like bulgy at the top. I I know that, but I don't, I wouldn't take this into a, um, really huge account though, because again, like I'm definitely not pale. So, <laughs> uh, but with heavy lids that give a sleepy expression, eyebrows are full, but heavily arched. The light brown hair can have rusted highlights. All right. So weaknesses, relaxed tissues, Weak lungs, alcoholism, constant cold. So, when it, you know, when it says relaxed tissues, meaning like um, Pisces is not really known to be like, <laughs> what do you call it? Um, fit, which I think is like kind of crazy because it just really depends on the person and how they take care of themselves. Uh, I remember someone saying a while ago that Pisces is just someone that, you know, the body type for it is just very um, soft, put it like that. Very soft, not really, um, not really, um, you know, uh, gosh, just, it's just soft, not much tone to the muscle or anything like that. Okay. So how moon and Pisces people relate to the sun signs. So this of course goes through, oh, I forgot. No, I already said it. I said weaknesses, I think relaxed tissues, weak lungs, alcoholism, and constant colds. Okay. So. How moon and Pisces people relate to the sun signs. Um, This goes through all 12 of the zodiac signs. So, of course, we're going to start with the sun and Aries. The attraction is strong. The solar solar Aries dominates, but the lunar Piscean enjoys this. The psychic nature of the lunar Piscean can easily cope with the forward-looking schemes of the solar Arian and can assess their chance for success. The lunar Piscean is very impressed by the energetic solar uh, Aries and the Aries in turn finds a great contrast in the lunar Piscean who is so well versed in the art of relaxation, which the Aries finds so hard to achieve. 
Given time and patience, the solar Aries can develop a very romantic um, attitude toward the lunar Piscean. Once the romance has been initiated, marriage generally follows very quickly and the honeymoon period is quite lengthy. On a friendly basis, the lunar Piscean is quick to respect the Aries. There is a great rapport and such friendships survive the test of time and trauma. In business, the relationship is most satisfactory if there is a third partner. So I feel like Aries keeps um, the lunar Piscean, uh, you know, on its toes because, you know, like Aries, they're just go-getters. They're constantly like, go, 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 go. And I feel like, and as, you know, as bad as it sounds, like Pisces, you know, moons, um, and I'm sure any Pisces placement, to be honest, we kind of latch on to the energy of the person we're around. So if the person is like always happy and go, you know, like a go, 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 very, um, goal oriented, you feel motivated by that. You're like, Ooh, if they can do it, I can do it too. You know, I just feel so, you feel so inspired by it, but compared to if you're around someone who's sad and not really inspired, then you kind of feel like then we're just like, Oh, you're just kind of like coasting along, I guess. Or is that just me? But I'm sure a lot of like Pisceans do that. I feel like I've seen quite a bit, to be honest. So, but you know, I do have a different sun sign. So I feel like the Pisces placements, big three, that's kind of an issue of ours, right? So uh, for the sun in Taurus, this is an emotionally charged relationship, whether it is on the basis of friendship or of a more intimate nature. The creative lunar Piscean enjoys the taste of the good life, which is so important to the solar Taurian. To outsiders, this relationship may seem a bit too domestic, but the lunar Piscean always has a good time with the Taurian. In the romantic context, this is a very loving relationship, both sexual and sensual, with a great deal of companionship and the sharing of mutual interests. The solar Taurian must take care not to totally overindulge his Piscean companion. This is also a fine business relationship. Sun and Gemini, although the lunar Pisces enjoys floundering through life and the Gemini rarely seems to land in one place for more than a moment, somehow these two manage to get together. Pisces dominates the relationship and Gemini both allow it and and enjoys it. They share intellectual and creative instincts. The intuitive lunar Pisces has the good sense of timing with the Gemini lacks and somehow this intuitive force seems to transmit itself to the Gemini. The romantic relationship is a strange combination of love, play, sex, and sensuality with plenty of time left over for companionship. Both are like likely to have been married before and the previous experience produces a greater appreciation of each other. In friendship, the rapport is great. They share many mutually creative projects. These two should never go into business together without a third party, not because they would be unsuccessful, but because they are both careless and will miss opportunities without the guiding hand of a third person. Sun and Cancer. This is a good relationship on all levels, providing both start off with equal social and financial status. These two have a tremendous natural attraction and instinctively seek each other. Their physical attraction and psychic awareness create a strong bond that is with basis for a long, a much longer friendship than either is capable of with other signs. Romantic engagements blossom into marriage, often despite the advice of friends. They follow their own intuitions and go ahead when they have made up their minds. In business, the Cancerian dominates and the union can be very successful but unpredictable as their fortunes swing from one extreme to the other. 
So Sun and Leo, the romantic instincts are strong. The solar Leo is declined to dominate, but the lunar Piscean does not seem to mind. Although he might be resentful if anyone else tried the same tactics. One of the reasons why the relationship can be good at terms of romance or friendship is that a lunar Piscean does not mind the solar Leo's enjoyment of the limelight. The lunar Piscean must be careful not to become too reserved in the relationship or to resist making legitimate demands on the solar Leo. The solar Leo has a great affectionate respect for the lunar Piscean and will accommodate him however possible. Um, Okay. Next one is Sun and Virgo. This is not a relationship that has a strong sexual attraction. The emotional Piscean can be very hurt by the solar Virgo's rather heavy-handed methods. The solar Virgo is generally convinced everything he does is as near perfect as possible. Pisceans can get along very well with others even when they recognize their faults. This is not the case with the solar Virgo. When marriage takes place here, it generally after a tryout period, it can be successful due to the great understanding of the Piscean. The lunar Pisces can supply sensitivity to the solar Virgo. In business, this association... Association is profitable to both, especially as they major in years and experience. So I haven't dated a um, Virgo sun, but I did. I was in a relationship with the Virgo moon and they are not fucking kidding when it comes to Virgos, you know, having to be perfect. I mean, this person would scream at me when I would mess up like during certain things we would do like especially for competitions and stuff like we would do like these little competing things with like friends and stuff and this person would scream his head off at me to the point where I'm like shaking like if I mess up like that was one of my that was like my like yeah that that's why that relationship ended because after a while I just couldn't take that shit anymore but I'm just not since I'm too sensitive to deal with someone who expects me to be perfect like you know, I already suffer with perfectionism, like not so, not so much anymore, but I used to suffer with it really bad. And, um, especially when it came to doing things. And so when someone was screaming at you and just calling you stupid and dumb and all this stuff, it just is, it it just kills my soul. Especially this person says they love you and they're calling you that, you know what I mean? Like what the hell? So it was not a fun time. And I, I highly recommend if you're in a relationship like that, please get out because it doesn't get better. Like I was with this person for years, years, not just like one or two years, but like literally almost giving like majority of my life kind of years. So do not, you know, don't let someone beat you down to the point where you feel like you need them to survive, I guess you can say, because they ain't changing they ain't changing unless God gets a hold of them and saves them and makes them want to change. Other than that, they ain't until you get away from them. Anyways. <laughs> okay, so Sun and Libra. Libra will dominate this relationship. There will be some friction here, but it generally acts as a, necessarily, a necessary catalyst to mutual achievements. The outgoing solar Libra has a great need for reassurance and the psychic awareness of the lunar Piscean. Excuse me. Um, allows him to deliver that reassurance whenever necessary. The lunar Piscean is also able to forget and forgive old hurts. The solar Libra must take care not to exploit the lunar Piscean's lack of confidence. 
This can be a successful business relationship if the female is Pisces and the male is Libra. It is not so strong if the sexes are reversed. Okay, so Sun and Scorpio. Let's see. This is my hubby. My hubby and me. So (laughs) a strong mental and psychic attraction draws the lunar Piscean to the more dramatically inclined solar Scorpion. When there is romance in the air, they are quick to seize opportunities to be together. This is probably the happiest time for them since they both have strong physical needs. A great deal of trust has to come into the relationship in order for it to be workable over a long period. It is quite good, too, for a lunar Piscean to be in business with a solar Scorpio, but both resent the intrusion of anyone else as top executive levels and will use amazingly devious and and successful tactics to retain their own positions. Interesting. Okay, so to Sun and Sagittarius, the robust Sagittarian comes on too strong for the more timid lunar Piscean, but they may have an attraction built on the Piscean's admiration for the solar Sagittarian. The Sagittarian, in turn, is quite capable of putting the Piscean at ease. When he succeeds in this endeavor, there is every possibility of romance. The lunar Piscean has a strong desire to trust anyone he is in love with and does not forgive easily if he is let down. In business, the relationship is much more stable and rarely gets out of hand emotionally if the Sagittarian is in command, but is able to make allowances for the intuitive instincts of the lunar Piscean. So I don't know what it is to me, but I feel like um, Pisces and Sagittarius is one of the fire signs that they can work depending on the Sagittarius, to be honest, because, you know, Pisces is all about, you know, that love, compassion and really being there with their person and Sagittarius, they don't like to be overly smothered. So if it's like a Sagittarius, like I feel like, I feel like you, like that placement would have to date or like be friends for a long time and then get together because I feel like they're kind of the same in, in some kind of way. Like, you know, they're both ruled by Jupiter. So they both have that Jupiterian like aspect of like philosophy and spirituality and all that kind of stuff. Uh, travel, all, you know, all of that really allowing yourself to move and experience life and learn new things. So, but only if it's in that way, cause I, you know, there are some, you know, I've seen many places that hook up like that and it just either never works or it works amazing. So I don't know. That's just me. I think it's just because they share like that same kind of like personality aspect a little bit to me. So Sun and Capricorn, this is probably the most unlikely attraction in the entire Zodiac. It generally starts with the lunar Pisces feelings, feeling that the solar Capricorn is trustworthy. Very often this is true. But there can be highly emotional scenes when the Piscean suffers a cruel letdown, which always seems to come about in a dramatic way from which there is no escape. The female Capricorn is less likely to inflict emotional hurt on the lunar Piscean, but the males are always capable of this. Romantically, when this happens, it is the end for both of them. In friendship, the hurt is just is just as likely to occur, yet the attraction is so strong that both parties are apt to seek another companion of the same plan 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 planetary pattern and replay the whole emotional scene again it is very likely that in the unusual attraction there is some strong karmic tie which the lunar piscean has experienced in a past life if this is so then the solar capricorn has every chance to make up for past wrongs in this in this life 
but this Saturnian personality makes him continue to make the same mistakes. In business, the lunar Piscean again looks for trustworthiness and providing there is no emotional involvement. It can work out very profitably for both. To Sun and Aquarius, the attraction is generally on a mental level or through mutual interest in the arts, metaphysics, or any of the occult sciences. It fails on a purely pragmatic level since neither can cope with practicality. Romance can be very deceptive since neither is quite honest in his approach and something more akin to religious fervor can be mistaken for love. Disillusions follows very quickly unless there are children of the union. In business, if the same intellectual attraction is there to anchor the two, they can achieve some success, personal distinction, and fame. To Sun and Pisces, <clears throat> this is a favorable relationship since both can cope with the other's eccentricities. <clears throat> oh my gosh. There is a strong mutual attraction here. Both are good conversationalists and they enjoy many of the same interests that will have tremendous empathy for each other in times of trouble. If financial affairs are in order, marriage can survive the many emotional traumas that will result from the interference of in-laws. A business relationship between the pair is fraught with difficulties. It can succeed spectacularly if there is a third partner who can cope with these two emotional but highly intuitive people. So... That's it for that um, book. Let me take a sip of my clarity. Mm. All right. So now we're in uh, the erotic astrology. Let's see. Mm. I really wish I could find another, like sex book but we literally have had no luck okay so moon in pisces the lunar fish is received as the archetypal dreamer of the zodiac and much of the time you inhibit you inhabit a fantasy world of your own creation romantic and idealistic in the extreme you'd rather contemplate life rather i mean through a pair of rose-colored glasses than deal with its harsh realities Yours is the most compassionate of the moon signs, and you find it virtually impossible to detach emotionally from the problems and difficulties of others. Oh my gosh, so true. You soak up other people's emotions and feel what they feel. Unfortunately, sometimes you can't tell the difference between your own feelings and what you're picking up from others. When this happens, you can suddenly become moody, disturbed, or unhappy without knowing why. In bed... For the fish, love and sex are irrevocably intertwined and nothing gets your attention faster than an old-fashioned romantic courtship. You want a lover who quotes poetry, scatters rose petals, and makes all-consuming love by candlelight. In turn, you enchant your lover through subtle seduction and your unpredictable nature makes you endlessly fascinating. In bed, your aura of vulnerability brings out your partner's protective instincts. (laughs) No comment. Although you love to kiss and cuddle, the physical side of sex matters less to you than an emotional connection with your lover. Even so, you're no slouch between the sheets. Prepared to give your all, you readily add your own needs and desires aside in order to satisfy those of your bedmate. Yes, so that is it, you guys. That's it for the (laughs) sex and relationship um, aspect of um, the Pisces moon. 
Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I should be coming back um, sometime this week for the kind of like, you know, the opening and breakthrough of the nutrition and really learning about the chart to be able to talk about nutrition for us to live our best, healthiest lives by allowing ourselves to, you know, look at our charts and see what best befits us. So you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. I love you so, so much. All your support is just amazing. You guys are blowing up this podcast. I just love it. And I wouldn't be anything without you guys. So really, really appreciate you guys. And don't forget to check out Alari Sky Jewelry on Etsy, as well as you know, follow me on um, the Charming Libra on IG. You know, I've been more active up there than ever before. And I want to try to grow the page. And I just really want to connect with you guys, not more so grow. I don't really care about anything um, in influencer stuff. Um, that's just not me. But um, I really, I just really want to connect with you guys. So hit me up, DM me, ask me some questions, whatever, anything. If you want me to give advice, I'll give you some advice if you need. So anything, just hit me up, DM me, and you guys have a wonderful, wonderful Monday, moon day. (laughs) I'll see you later. Bye.